everyone? You're obviously confused and aroused. I never even knew you had an ass, but you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 10, Episode 8, Assy Come Home. My name is Michelle Burlingame. Not with me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. Hello, friends. And our guest today, Lewis Burns. Yo. Hello. Hi, Lewis. What's up? Welcome back, Lewis. I'm here. After Hi. years. After 100 plus <laughs> episodes, we finally got you back on to talk about tropes. See, oh God! Now you're gonna start about tropes. God, and this it has See, a I, pretty big trope in it. Oh yeah. God! I mean, the tropes just keep coming. Um, I promise not to say that word anymore. How about that? Because I, I didn't even I, think yeah. about it. I didn't Whatever. even think about it when when I was watching this episode. Um, I, I see when when you called me, I assumed that um, you were just like. Uh, bringing back the first season people and they're like oh well we're reminiscing about the good old days or whatever (laughs) (laughs) no it's really i mean we're 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 down to the wire i think i counted today including this one there's maybe six six episodes left afterwards so a lot of it is gonna do when it's done what are you gonna do rejoice yeah not do this anymore yeah not this podcast. Not this <laughs> one. Uh, I had an idea this morning uh, uh-huh. that if we really wanted to go meta, we could do a Slurmcast re-listen podcast and go through all of the episodes of the podcast and critique them. <laughs> I'd have to sit out all of the ones that Horchie hosted. Those would be even better. It's like, yeah, I, yeah this guy sucks. See you in two years. <laughs> The, well, um, you might you might be able to do like uh, I mean now we're in different places podcasts like where you kind of go through the episodes more briefly and say well through the lens of time this is what these episodes you know, are have you have you listened to this at all recently because we barely talk about the episodes at all. <laughs> I try. I try to. I know. I'm sorry track, to say, I sometimes I, uh, it's very difficult. I dropped. I, mean, I dropped out of it for a while, um, and the I, I just dropped out of podcasts in general for a long time, and yeah. um, the only reason I got back into it is because of the um, you know uh, societal unrest that we've been going through, and. I really want to learn more about, you know, the uh, uh, Black Lives Matter and African American history and and all that. Mm-hmm. So I've really just been listening to uh, podcasts about that kind of stuff, you know. Hosted, I don't even have hosted by white men. Yeah, hosted by white men. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you specifically, know. I search them out for yeah. you know because if you don't. You want to make sure they're authoritative and really think they right. know what they're talking about. Right. Absolutely. I uh, know. I've been listening to, you know, a lot of NPR and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, all I have is time now. So, you know, I, I mean, you know, in, in the grand history of this show, 
I mean, you do get credit for getting the mention on the Nerdist community cork board early, early on, which resulted in yes, in dozens of fans that have since left after Netflix went off or Futurama went off Netflix. Full on dozens. Yeah, <laughs> but it, you know, but but it was appreciated. And then besides that, um, I mean, your your second appearance on the show, as we were talking about before we started was historically one of the worst not the worst <laughs> but I, and and really for a long time it was funny and i i i know i would give you shit about it when we'd see each other out but like it was the episode with the fewest amounts of downloads like like if we went and looked at the numbers and now none of that matters anymore but like when we look at it there'd be like this this spike and it would go up and then it'd get to your second episode and it just dropped off and went right back up after <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, it, it, it mattered so much more to you back then, you know, what what was happening, why it was happening, what the metrics were, what the we, database We thought was. we might be able to monetize this someday, jokes on us. <laughs> we, got, we got close, we got close. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. so... I, I we compare, made eight cents on Public. I think the... <laughs> the last, so the last episode we recorded was a really fun one. Um, and it, it was really great having Amy Miller on because she hates Futurama and it was a really shitty episode. So we could just, and you know, my wife's stuff. name is Amy Miller, right? Yes. Okay. I know it's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, I think, I think that came up. Oh, but really? No, I believe, I believe we mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll have to, I'll have to rewatch. I'll have to listen to that one. Um, but it, I, overall, I kind of liked this. I felt like it was sort of slapdash, but this episode was all right. Um, so I, I wanted to, uh, I had like all my notes down and then there was this note that kind of crept to the top that I had to say, like right at the top of the line, um, yeah. that, that it kind this episode kind of had a wandering plot. Like it never it really, yeah. never really stuck to, stuck to one thing. It's It, it was almost like, um, the later Simpsons episodes where they had two ideas for episodes and they kind of smashed them together and they're yeah. like, okay, well, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, I mean, realistically, they, they might've been, uh, they might've been like saying, well, we don't have enough for an episode. So let's expand the beginning where, you know, typically they would have just like found Bender missing or yeah. whatever but they're like let's give him a reason for not being there I, you know? I was curious about that though because the the one thing at the beginning is i mean like the 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 professor's excited because they're doing this delivery to peebles alpha um uh, which i assume is a reference to melvin van peebles the the, the director from the 70s that did a lot of black exploitation films mm -hmm. oh um, i didn't know that is he but related like, to martin van peebles Mario Van Peebles? Yeah. Yeah, it's his father. Oh, okay. Melvin Van Peebles gave birth to Sonny Spoon. One and the same. That's just a super deep cut that I'm probably literally the only person that is going to understand. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's uh, It was a short-lived detective show on NBC after Hunter in the 80s starring Mario Van Peebles. And it had this just rad bluesy stomp uh, theme music. And it started with a guy just playing spoons fantastic <laughs> um so uh, but uh, you know the whole thing of like oh there's the blips and the cruds and like 
I felt like a lot of that kind of gang joke stuff was a really just sort of tone deaf and dumb mm-hmm. and, and really low hanging fruit where it was just like, this is, I don't know. Well, that whole section was just sort of the. Honestly, honestly, you know, I, I watched this episode a few times and I feel like the only thing they did right through this entire episode was the background jokes. Like all, there were tons, there were way more than usual, like signs and background yeah. jokes and gags and stuff like that. Like none of the fry lines were funny. You know, mm-hmm. it was, it was just Bender and Leela the entire time. And, you know, let I don't know if you guys, your opinions have changed, but uh, Bender episodes tend not to be the best, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, this one, I thought, was bad enough as to be, um, I don't know, I, I didn't give a shit. It was so bad that I couldn't even go, man, this was bad. It was just like, <laughs> I just, I don't even care about how bad it is because it yeah. was that, it was that bad that I was just like, eh. Why, it was, it why was am I watching it? <laughs> why am I watching well, this for the fourth time in in the last month? Because well, I, I have to say that the second time, <laughs> that's second time I was watching. So the first time I was watching, I was just watching it. And mm-hmm. I, like I told Pete, I, I just recently watched it because uh, I, I nearly finished the uh, um, the entire series for billion time yeah and uh i i just i cannot um i cannot go through the last episode again (laughs) so i've stopped before the last episode but (laughs) but uh um but the, the the thing is is going through it the second time for the recent is that or the first time i was just like eh what eh whatever but the second time i was like so fascinated by like i said all the background jokes all the all the you know the the uh kind of weird things that they threw in there to be uh um something hey, some like the thing where um where they're on the ship and going and then uh Leela's curious about what's in the crate, so she's talking about how she needs the crowbar, like in case Fry gets yeah. his head stuck in a pot of honey. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed that, where like she oh, turns yes. around and then Fry's got the honey pot that says H U N N Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was great. But That's then, but great, all of her stuff about being like, like, but it's I, I like such violence. a mild joke. It's such a mild joke. Like yeah. it's it's great visually, and I think that like you know pe- people who we're looking for that joke would find it but it, it's 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 not like yeah this is uh, you know this is our phd at work you know no. this is our harvard phd you know like writer minds that I feel like are really getting it a lot of these are not those type of they're not the same type of episodes that was pre cancellation and mm-hmm. I, yeah. you know what, I really yeah. haven't even looked to see if, you know, like this episode, the the credited writer um, has only done this and the Da Vinci Code, which also okay. another terrible episode. I love that episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it's it's not the worst, but it's not the best. It is a it is one of the best of the Comedy Central episodes, if that makes sense. That's true. Yeah, no, I, I'll agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, I mean, but even setting up this plot of Bender get you know getting bot jacked while he's watching the ship, and there that whole interaction with the gang was really just like. Yeah. And then all of them shooting themselves in the face with the bent laser guns. Well, was... I mean, I, I understand the idea behind it was something like, you know, what, who cares if it's uh, blue or red or blue and red or red and blue or whatever. I almost wonder if the inspiration was the original Star Trek series where they had the uh, black and white people, but they're divided right between, you know, right in the middle. So some are black on the right side, some are black on the left side. And, oh, the people that are black on the left side, ooh, we don't like them, you know. I wonder if there's some kind of, you know. I mean, uh, it's it's the Crips and the Bloods uh, with the red and the black. Red and blue. Yeah. There's actually a episode of the next, uh, the original series that is about they go on a planet that's run by gangsters, but it's I don't. Oh really? Okay. So no, no, no. But those two things combined would absolutely be a reference to uh, TOC, TOS. Sorry, TOS. I, you know, I, this this whole front part, it just felt dumb to me. The the two yeah. high points for me were uh, when they they look down the 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 alleyway and see the gang there, and Leo is like, "Quick, change your shirt." And Fry's like, "Leo, this is no time to show me your boobs." And then he's like, "Oh wait, show me again." Mm-hmm. Um, and then then right after that, where they get held up, and then he's like. You remember how I told you that I might get so scared I'd crap my pants? <laughs> and then they cut. Like, yeah. that is genius. It's it's like, <laughs> it's the joke is already told, and they cut it off right after the joke. And, yeah. you know, it's like you have to. Um, uh, did you notice the uh, the background sign when they were landing? So it welcome was, to, or visit scenic Detroit? Yeah, visit scenic Detroit, and it was... Well, also, there was one that said, uh, coming soon, arson. I didn't Uh, see that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That was, like, right as they were landing, and then coming soon, uh, or uh, scenic, visit scenic Detroit, and um, the scenic Detroit was just a pile of cars. Um, Yeah. And and (laughs) my initial thought was, why are they advertising on other worlds? <laughs> but it's just, it's Detroit just like drive... is that bad. No, but you you get stuff here where like you know you'll you'll get billboards that are like vacation in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. You know that's just, that's tourism. The UP. Money. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I I didn't like it. But just just then all the stuff with like using Rojack to find Bender's body mm-hmm. and all the chop shop shit like the one part i liked about that with with earl and smitty was where the the chop shop guy was like well what if i threw in a giant robot head for the nice officer and then they scaled back <laughs> out when earl's got the giant head yeah so did you um did you watch did you see all the um the background 
uh, robots in the junker shop? No, what was there? Okay, so I saw, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, Iron Giant, mm-hmm. uh, Rosie from the Jetsons, correct. Yep. C-3PO, mm-hmm. which I believe they use the same thing in a different episode where they're like hitting C-3PO or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, a, Alpha, a Dalek. Alpha 5, Alpha yep. 5 from Power Rangers, Dalek. and Dalek from Doctor Who. You, yeah, if you pause it and you look really close, there's a Cylon head mm-hmm. there in was the also bottom right corner. Clank from Ratchet and Clank, the video game oh, was there. See, I missed that one. Yeah, and uh, I think that was it. Um, or Gigantor. From okay, Tetsu so I saw that I I yeah. saw the I saw the head of Gigantor, but I didn't recognize it, and I couldn't place it so i'm glad you mentioned that uh the robot versions of bill and ted from bill and ted's bogus journey really yeah i see it it is that in there i it's Uh it it could it could be they don't exactly look like they did from the movie but they have flannel shirts on oh really how do you guys feel about bill and ted face the music are you going are you going to go so I, I, not, would have I will not faced, go to a theater to see it. I, I, I would, would have faced no. going to a theater. I would have, I can't but wait now, for it. yeah, yeah it's, so, it's coming out September first, which, uh, as of the recording date, is a little less than three weeks away. But as of when you watch, when you hear this, is probably about last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so. so I was looking at like details on IMDb about this and apparently uh, they both have daughters, right? Mm-hmm. And each of them name their daughters after the other. Okay. So there's so there's uh, uh, so Bill's daughter is Thea and Ted's daughter is uh, uh, Wilson. Will- uh, yeah, Billy or whatever. It's Billy something, you know, whatever. So that just that just blew my mind. And then um, uh, the actress that plays one of their daughter, I think it's uh, Keanu Reeves' daughter because she's got dark hair, looks Ted's exactly daughter. Ted's son, uh, Ted's daughter, looks ex- exactly like uh margot robbie like she it's just it's like <clears throat> i don't know if you've seen it but there is a meme that shows margot robbie with like four other actresses that look identical yes to her. i have like, seen that uh, yeah. pr- uh, like uh what's her name presley or press jamie yeah, presley she's jamie the OG. presley what jamie presley jamie presley yeah Oh, I was saying she, I, she was the OG. She was on oh, My Name is Earl. So she was. No, she I was thought you said she OD'd. No, 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 no. She was the OG. <laughs> but yeah, there's but, like four of them now. Four or five of them that look exactly the same. It's, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, you, mm-hmm. you just look at them and you're just like, why are they not the same person? Like, they I don't understand. They all have to do that scene in The Wolf of Wall Street to really tell them apart. 
Um, so they get this list of buyers for all of Bender's component parts. And then, and that's the part where the rest of this episode just seems super slapped together. Cause it's almost like these, just these quick little vignettes that don't have anything to do with each Here, other. Yeah. But I... we got to talk about, we got to talk about the bazaar that they go to and all the things that are seen in the bazaar. Oh, there's plenty. What were you going to say, Tom? What, what I think, like my theory is what's happened, what happens in these last few episodes, especially starting with, uh, Calculons, the one from, uh, last, last week. week yeah is they're they i they probably know that they're ending like they're not gonna end up getting renewed so they're trying to shove in a whole bunch of like characters that they've had in before because they're okay. like, squeezing in like the uh one guy from the uh where he where they go to get his antenna the sex oh, the shop, like, the, the, yeah. Well, the, the beast yeah. with two backs, dollar ninety nine sex shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, it was the beast, beast with two bucks. Oh, the oh, beast with oh. two bucks. But I, I loved in, that. Uh, the uh, rhino horn one, or the yeah, 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 horn, yeah, human horn, human episode. horn. Yeah, I, I love. It's funny line, because though. at the back, at the back of the uh, door, it says human horn. Don't ask for it by name. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just love this. Close the door. You're letting the smut out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who but does that voice? Which voice? Uh, is it Billy it, West? It, that it's either. It? It's probably Billy West. It doesn't sound like. Um, it, you know, because like that gang member sounded exactly like Bender. Oh, like, yeah. You can like, tell when it's yeah. uh, John. Uh, DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Got a pretty, yeah. yeah. Um, it might have been Maurice LaMarche. It could have been him as well. No, no, no. What's uh I I, I feel like it's the guy who does Scruffy. Um uh David David Herman. David Herman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, he like David Herman has such a great like one line hitter. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Yeah, I mean, it's just like he's just got such a great way of hitting those one lines. Um, but, uh, but, but I the, don't know. I don't know. I mean, but then it it was nice to have them. Uh, you know, like he's like, I can't give out my customers' names, but here's a picture of him from my toilet cam, and it's so so you get to see <laughs> Hedonism Bot and his orgy palace. But um, he's a senator. Yeah. It senator, says yeah. senator. Yeah, so hedonism bot. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love that detail. It's just. It is Mar- Maurice Lamarche. Oh, it is oh, okay. okay. All right, you're um, right. The human but then, then list. going back to uh, to Robo House at Mars no, 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 University. Wait, wait, wait. We got to We got to back up because I saw. A we we lot don't have of to stuff. do anything, Lewis. <laughs> we, have, we do what we want here. Yeah, we we have to fill up an hour. Is what we have to do. <laughs> All right, so what are we at? Like thirty no, no, no. minutes what, what, or what? what? Uh, what were you gonna say about the bazaar? Okay, so I went through. Well, first of all, it's called Spaceport, and on well, it's, either the it's first the South Street South Spaceport. Street Spaceport, right? So either the first or second episode that I was on, we had some kind of weird discussion about this, or maybe. It was something that I well, listened there's, to. Because there's a South Street Seaport in New York. 
Okay, so I was wondering what that was a reference to, but it was def as Tom said, it was like definitely a reference to earlier on where yeah. they showed that joke and it, it was just coming back. But um, yeah, I, I paused it and went through it a few times. So the uh, pinatas at the first shop were the um, I, I got this wrong, the fuzzy lumpkins, the. Uh, what are they called that Leela thinks she makes up or she pretends to make up that ends up uh, being a planet of people or like oh that like that they were like the Yo Gabba Gabba versions yeah, of them yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I think it's Fuzzy Lumpkins I'm gonna be corrected I'm sure that is one you of the characters I believe yes what's it that is one of those characters oh okay all right Louis you're too dumb and I don't care yeah there you go. <laughs> No, I'm too drunk and you don't care. Um, uh, I, I'm kind I'm of definitely too. smarter than you for sure. Uh, so the seller <laughs> of those things were was Speedy Gonzalez. But like the actual Warner Brothers cartoon guy? Yeah, 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 for sure. There was the kangaroo pimp was in there. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. pimperoo. Um, pimperoo. Pimperoo, right. sorry, pimperoo. Um <laughs> And then, um, oh, okay. I guess, I guess, I, uh, I guess that was it. <laughs> well, so, so, I, a couple pinata related things. Number one, I just got some sort of like sponsored ad in one of my feeds about like a pinata gram, where you can send people loaded pinatas for like a an occasion. I kind of <laughs> like. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm probably gonna get more of those ads anyway. That that sort of shit, like. Like my girlfriend and I were in the car having a random conversation about Perfect Strangers, the, the old <laughs> sitcom, apropos of nothing and just like two minutes, the next fucking day I get a sponsored like clickbait article about 13 things you didn't know about Perfect Strangers. Like it's just, it's oh, creeping yeah. up. I've got a better one for you, which is that I watched An American Pickle on HBO Max this week. I did too. Uh, with Seth Rogen and I I did uh post it as, you know, watching an American pickle on Facebook. Now I'm getting advertisements on Facebook for artisanal pickles. Nice. Believe it or not, that has happened. I'm, um, I'm okay I don't with that. know I don't know it was listening and it heard pickle being said over and over while I was watching the movie, or if the simple fact that I put watching an American pickle, I didn't look up the cast. I, I did no Googling of pickles yeah. at that time and have not since then. Um, well, maybe that would make I, you feel a little better. Go go Google if, some pickles after this, Michelle. I've eaten some. There's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> there's a brand of pickles called Sideburn. Oh. That sounds about and, right. Yeah, and and apparently, uh, you know, my friend Mike Casper is like, I want to take a picture of it and send it to you. And I'm like, sure, why not? I got sideburns. So, so the the other thing about pinatas, and I, just real quick, and I, I don't know if I've talked about this before on the show. I probably have, and fuck me if I remember. But um, we've got this awesome Hispanic grocery store by us. They have like awesome food up front. It's good, good just shop in general. Love it. La but Plaza. They, yeah, La, La Plaza. Plaza, and they used to have like a kick ass pinata selection. And, but there was this one 
that was there forever. And I was always perplexed about it. It was a knockoff Elmo. <laughs> so like when, when my daughter was the age that like Elmo was the thing, I kept going like, maybe we should get that. Maybe we should get that. And it, it was there forever. It never sold that. I was thinking about it. I'm like, well, on the one hand, kids love Elmo, but on the other hand, you beat the shit out of pinatas. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it seems sort of counterintuitive, like, like a Trump pinata. I'm 100% <laughs> behind that. Uh, uh, racism pinata. Let's beat the shit out of it. Need all the delicious candy from the inside. But when it's like, here's everybody's favorite lovable cartoon character. We're going to hit him with a stick until his insides crack open. Like that wasn't, that <laughs> wasn't planned out well. When Even when I was a child though, it was pinatas were it was about what was inside it and care what it was made of that's because you never had an elmo pinata tom there's candy in there and i want to be the one to break it open right but there's that that there's that meme of a spider-man pinata where the little boy like goes over and hugs it and you're like oh i can't last very last pinata related anecdote i swear this, this, this is, <laughs> no, we got out, like another 20 minutes of pinatas. I'm pulling, out, I'm pulling out card number three. When I was a kid, I went to this party. It was just like a big summer cookout, and they had a pinata. A bunch of like west side of Cleveland Irish people, like you do. But we all loved it. It's like, let's beat a thing. Let's eat candy. And this one kid, like I was probably like eight or nine. This other kid was like five or six. They crack the pinata open. Everybody scrambles. And this kid picks up this box and goes, what, what is this? And someone says it's chalk. It was like sidewalk chalk. And he thought they said chocolate and started oh, eating no. the fucking chalk. <laughs> like a, like, like bugs this doesn't taste good. Like he just, just went, yeah, went right into it. Um, and that's been etched in my brain for like 40 years now. It's, it's, it was really a scene. I don't even remember who the kid was. I just know that it happened and I was there to witness it. And that's really all that matters. Yeah, I just remember that, like, the every time I had a pinata for my birthday, my dad's drummer's stepson was always the one that would bust it open. There's a surprise. Did he end up playing (laughs) drums too, Michelle? No, he's like a track coach for, like, the Columbus Community College. Uh. But... He, every time he came out like we just knew like oh yeah dustin's gonna crack open the pinata like no none of my little girlfriends could do it and i couldn't do it my four good th- foot good tall thing ass. you had a a big strong <laughs> man there to help you get candy <laughs> nice six-year-old Yikes. boy to bust open my pinata for me i've Yikes. never been somebody to bust open a pinata i've never done it <laughs> never never been able to bust open that pinata honestly tom like in all the years of the fun machine, that would have been a great thing to have is a pinata at one of our shows. What if you had like turned that, Rupert into a pinata and then when he got I stabbed mean, to death on stage, it would just would have been like candy for everyone. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it seems like a type of thing that we would have done. Like it just see like a pinata. Why didn't we think of a pinata? Like that seems like such a fun machine thing. Because your your ethnocentric view was in, very uh, white focused back then. Oh, shut up! In my cover band, Hammered Pants Off, we thought about doing a pinata full of bees, and then we would take <laughs> turns hitting it, which would just keep making the bees angrier and angrier until somebody <laughs> broke it open. You guys also threw around a bunch of raw fish, so that, that tracks. I mean, by bunch of raw fish, a single fish 
but it was wrong. really big and there was a lot of it to go around. It's true. Um, <laughs> speaking of chalky substances, they did stop by the Feldspar Queen gambling boat. Um, so do you know what the, Feldspar the, is? I mean, it's a mineral. Well, it's a rock. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's, it, that would be. Who's a, smarter a now, Lewis? It tracks. It's a rock crystal. It's. But but it's the a, appearance by the borax kid was interesting. I well I, that's what I mean is like the 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 feldspar whatever is a rock crystal and so is mm-hmm. the borax kid. So it makes sense that he would be there cleaning up. That's all I'm saying. Well, he was cleaning Jeez. up because he was cheating using Bender's arms. Cheaty. Cheat. What was it? Was well, some, cheaty. Uh, was it righty and grope. cheaty or like no, gropey no, no, and cheaty? Gropey. Gropey. gropey, cheaty and gropey. Yeah. Cheaty and gropey. I mean, yeah. even got the goose in on Leela too, like totally inappropriate, where he like pinched her. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't happen today. Mm-mm. Borax, uh, Borax kid. Am I right, canceled. Michelle? Totally canceled. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to cancel the Borax kid. He got canceled pretty good when everybody started pulling guns on him and shit, though. <laughs> Um, I, Even his I, own what arms. I, yeah, the, the one part that I did like about that was when Fry had Bender and the Baby Bjorn, like the callback to Chewbacca with C-3PO and the, the mesh net, but like like with the actual thing on the front of him, I, I like I, that's the one part I have in a baby that I miss. Like when my daughter was super young and I had one of those, like I'd just strap her on in front and we'd just yeah, you know, but let's truck around talk doing our the, thing. Let's talk about the word Bjorn. It's Norwegian or Swedish or something. Oh, okay. it's, it's so a funny word. Let's talk about it. I think it's, I think basically it's a funny word. About it. I think it's a funny word. I think it basically means like baby in Swedish, so it's just kind of like a redundant thing. <laughs> so baby Bjorn is a baby baby. It's like a car automobile. <laughs> it's or, like or an, an ATM machine. An ATM machine. Yeah. <laughs> Or a pin number, yeah. Or a GPS not, not, system, not like not like the fun machine, which was an oxymoron. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, and then it just becomes this parade of uh, parade of characters. Like then they go to Tinny Tim. Like I saw that one coming a mile away, where they're they're gonna put Bender's legs on Tinny Tim, and he can finally walk. Then his arm falls off, so he's still like the crippled little robot, but. He's just like, oh, now I can dance and whatever. But I uh, like that I Bender mean, takes the his, the chainsaw. Well, the chainsaw, and he's like, I'm sorry, what were you saying? And then <laughs> I see, he still has the cart, but then Bender's like, oh, that's a, that's a nice. Cart. I don't like this. <laughs> Which way? Right, right. So not only out. does he he take the legs and his whole the oh crumb, I guess it's back to the cart for me. The Bender swipes that and then literally throws it out thirty seconds later. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's so it's so Bender though. I mean, that is is the most Bendery moment of the entire. I mean, and and, yeah. and all of this ten seasons of this fucking show sets up for this one visual gag, and it's been memed. But like, there's the episode several seasons ago where he literally shits a brick. Yeah, and, and then, then they, his, he's the like, they show his, his ass, and he's got a brick shoot. It, it's a brick extruder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was uh, that was like one of the best parts. That was not something that the Korean animators had to do, but they were just like, 
figured it out. We're like, wait, we have to, we have to draw this in. This is in the anatomical model we have. I just, yeah. I, you know, I so, I, so wait a minute. So they go to the um, ERR, the the epsilon rho rho thing. Error, error, error. ERR is error. error. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, he that's drinks Mars the beer. It, well, I know he drinks the beer, but I remember, uh, you know, early on in this podcast, you would talk a lot about Bender's magical cavity. Oh, we've already established that it, it actually is like they've said. Okay, that. yeah. So the beer just kind of goes through it. Yeah, because he so he's like, ass. "Oh, I'm gonna drink this," and it's like he's drinking it, and it like goes it's like right a skeleton through. drinking a drink. Yeah, but it, right, it's because right. he doesn't have his ass to hold it in. Okay, so I mean, is it just going through the magical cavity or what? The magical cavity doesn't work magical. with the ass. The yeah, magical, I don't, I don't, I don't I, think it's magical anymore without the ass. Clear, clearly, okay. assy has some magical powers of its own. Pender has okay. to be complete for the magical cavity to be real okay fair enough fair enough i'll secede um it, you know the, the the rest of it is is just i that Honestly, whole thing the rest of it is the best part of the episode you think over I mean, they go to see the guy and then they find out that bender's ass was on the float well yeah which crashed yeah like the titanic and the weird yeah. uh, what was that whole like nebula thing called the Sargassia Sea. That's yes. It. Okay. And that's that's where it got yes. all weird. But the the background things when they found, so I guess I'm jumping ahead. I don't I don't mean to, but they they try and find it. The lighthouse doesn't work. They crash into the lighthouse rock and meet Tarquin, the weird yeah. sailor, lighthouse keeper, which was some uh, weird Roman person tarquin was i i don't know i didn't really it's just it's just a name i don't know and i don't care no but everything is like a thing and i just like at this point i'm not googling shit about this show anymore like (laughs) we got normally would have but not today (laughs) yeah like we're at best case scenario we're six weeks out from me ever having to watch this show again and i'm kind of excited (laughs) about it I've been rewatching Silicon Valley and enjoying that so much more. Oh man! So have much. Have you guys more. seen? Have you guys seen Dark? No. Uh, oh, I watched God. some of it. I I have a problem watching subtitled shows because okay. my my time to watch TV is in the evenings after I put yeah. my kid to bed, right. after I've already started drinking, and I'm multitasking on like three devices at once. So subtitles so- are a problem. Yeah, but there's a dubbed version that I'm really enjoying because I don't read so good, um, and <laughs> and I don't mind the uh, dubbing, you know, because I'm more looking at the frame as an entire art piece as opposed to like I'm gonna look at their lips to see what they're saying, you know. Uh, so I don't I don't really mind that, but dark is so amazing and it's just it's a, a, a netflix series that was yeah. done in germany and it's i love it because it has time travel it has this drama it has does it have an know, ass these, 
a sentient ass long drawn out shit that i just absolutely love anyways i would recommend that but uh what i want to get to is the best um the best joke in the entire show episode is uh cut of the booty the cut of the booty or the call of the booty no, 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 the cut of the booty. So, um, Tarquin says, yeah, as long as I get a cut of the booty. Yeah. And Bender says, when you say cut of the booty, you mean, and the implication is that he's saying a, a, a proportion of the treasure that is found but it, it could also mean a sliver of the ass plate. Yes, and whatever that, humor was in that joke, I think you've squeezed it dry and, and But yes, by it. explaining it. <laughs> you, know, you, know what? you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm sorry, guys. But the gin just kicked the... in. <laughs> Where's the trope? Where I, I, is the trope? I, I want to hear this trope that Tom they, keeps on talking Fry, about. Fry goes, watch out for that lighthouse, and then they crash into it. But when Tarquin comes out and he's like, are you hurt? And he goes, no, but we could use a hug. <laughs> like, just just typical Fry. I, I did like his whole, like, the booty call is at daybreak. Like, that that's just a fun turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah, that was good. But I, I, I've never heard the term bathosphere. Is that a real thing? Like, I know that there's the mini submarines that James, Cam James Cameron tools around in, but is that actually called a bathosphere or was that just a name they gave it? My uh, guess my guess is that it's it's an oldie timey name. Okay. Sorry, Tom, what like, were you gonna like say? Like Tarquin? I was gonna say, I don't even know. I don't know, I, I've never heard that. Yeah, because, I mean, the whole system was that, you know, that sphere and the huge oversized suits and, you know, the... They're, the, pumping, uh, they're pumping air pumping into the it. the air into you know. it. Like, it's, it's all just so reminiscent of, like, early exploration days, like early I, submarine exp exploration days. Side jag incoming. Have you ever thought about how fucked up diving bells are? because <laughs> it's basically what it was it's an enclosed diving bell but like they just take a big heavy metal thing and be like get in that shit and we'll lower it down and trap the air like right. that's fucking weird and I mean, apparently if you're works. gonna go down into the ocean or whatever just good luck good luck yeah you i get it you gotta wonder how many people died of like uh, nitrogen overdose because they're basically just kind of recycling the same air. Or, or when they raise get... up too quick and get the bends, like a, you know, like Radiohead. Right. Um, the the one line okay, that Tarquin had, the, those sound like one-eyed corpse screams. <laughs> okay, so that is my favorite scene from Jaws absolute favorite scene from jaws it still gets okay so my wife and i go watch it every fourth of july uh we watch jaws and 
every single year I get scared by the one-eyed corpse. <laughs> I mean, seriously, guys, come on. Did you go see it at the drive-in? I saw it, and no. uh, Tom saw it. We we saw no, it separately it. and did not see each other at the the drive-in, no, but not. we did go. <laughs> but we did both see friend of the show George Dunn. Hey, it was also hey. <laughs> when, when they get inside that ship and start, I guess it's the float well, and it's got the crates. Like that was a lot of the good background stuff. It was like Golden Fleece, mm-hmm. Ark of the Covenant, Holy yeah. Grail, Jewel yeah. from the movie Titanic. And yeah, then, I, yeah, I also but I love like the quotes. There's like the quotes over that. Yeah, yeah that was great. That'll be me cup of soup. It's been microwaving longer than I can remember. <laughs> yeah, that's my ass. I can tell by the words on the crate. <laughs> so, so there is like a two frame uh, spot in there where they he's like grabbing the plate out of the uh, out of uh, the crate, and you could see the arc of the cut or the. Um, uh, the Holy Grail box was broken into. Yeah. So there must have been a deleted scene or something where Bender like grabs the, just been the Holy in Grail. Transit. It was a fucking no, shipwreck. no, no. Because a few seconds before you saw Holy Grail right there, and then a seconds later you see it broken into. So there had to have been something else there. I mean, I it's I'm not. Yeah. yeah, I'm not missing it. I'm glad this episode was as short as it was, to be honest with you. <laughs> um. So, like, anyway, he finds his ass, and uh, you know, like, then then things get really fucking schizophrenic. Where like they go back to the the lighthouse. He's like, oh, a storm's a brewing. I can feel it in my Weather Channel app. But like mm-hmm. he's 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 basically just like yeah I got this lighthouse but it's totally in ineffectual, <clears throat> and then they jump to the bridge of the USS uh, Miami Boy Louis Caliente. Caliente yeah all all hands on deck for mojitos, um, which is none of that like, whatever. But then Fry taking pictures of Bender's ass is so bright that it, it actually is more effective than the lighthouse and it becomes yeah but shiny he says <laughs> piece of metal. he says he sleeps go ahead. He, go ahead tom oh it's just the shiniest piece of metal in the universe he says right. that he sleeps in a chamois diaper <laughs> i mean but th- this almost this almost goes back to the whole issue that was sort of like present in the Calculon episode where it's like, oh, Calculon's dead. It's like, he's a fucking robot. Just reinstall his software in a new body. Like with Bender, couldn't they just get him a new fucking body? There were factories that made bending units. Yeah, oh, yeah, but he was discontinued. I, I think they said that somewhere that he Flexo's was Flexo's out there somewhere. Eh, yeah, but Flexo is Flexo. I mean, he's been If you compacted. take, it's all, it all comes back to the operating system no it all comes back to his shining regiment apparently because he's he's been hiding his ass under a bushel and he decides <laughs> to donate it to tarquin so that he can use it and then the lighthouse all of a sudden becomes the brightest thing in that sector of the universe and and many lives are saved 
Yeah, my, my thoughts my thoughts go to like they said whatever the thing was before his ass was the brightest thing in the universe. And my thought was just like, oh, so it's the known universe. So there's got to be something more shiny than that. I mean, you start dealing in absolutes and you're bound to meet failure. Yeah, I hate I hate absolutes. But, you know, and, and the, the outcome of all of this is that even though he did the right thing, Bender's just despondent about not having his ass. Again, I don't know why they couldn't just make a new one for him. I mean, he made it out of that, that um, what, was, what was the bucket? It, it was the whale oil can where he just like pops out the corks and slides the top of it on as an ass. I love that because, again, what Tom said, it was a reference to way earlier on yeah. when they said that, you know, the best fuel was whale oil or something like that. Right. Until they got the dark matter from Nibbler's right. ass. Right, exactly. Um, but then, then you know, the, the, the puns or the references to Rear Window, Behind the Music, and Backdraft. Oh, that and, was know, great. Just like, oh, what about that? Like, and, you know, I, I need to go rewatch Rear Window because A, it's really good. It's a really interesting piece of film. And Grace Kelly is like drop dead gorgeous in that movie. Just mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I mean, like jaw droppingly beautiful. Yes, I agree. It's, I almost got like a shot of her from that movie tattooed on me at one point because it was really just a thing. But <laughs> I, I thought better of it eventually. Yeah, my, my wife loves that. Um, she loves all Hitchcock, Hitchcockian things. How about Frenzy um, or Family Plot? Except for Psycho. For some reason, she doesn't like the most famous Psycho or most famous Hitchcockian movie. Cockian? Cockian? Cockian. Is it, is it because <laughs> of the Hitch transvestitism? Transvestitism? <laughs> By the way, let's just pause on that word, transvestitism. No, no, not at all. I, I really don't know why. She uh, really has no affinity for that. However, birds comes up like multiple times per year uh, for her. And it's, you know, like whenever we see three or more mer birds, three or more birds on a line she will bring up birds the movie three the burbs like Her the clip the burbs oh i love the burbs yeah uh, man that's a great I, one. so I, you know thank god we're rounding up the end of this story like you know tarquin is happy to have assy there as his his uh guide light He's <laughs> like, your days of carousing are over, but your days of monotonous rotating have just begun. And then he decides to read the Bible to it. <laughs> and and at that point, Assy becomes sentient and then goes on this miraculous journey across the universe, saving little boys in gravity wells. Like, you know, it, it becomes this super savior. So I, I guess, you know, the takeaway after all of this, even before he reunites with Bender is like, all of Bender's real goodness came out of his ass. Like that was in, in a hundred and this, this is like the hundred and 30th episode of our show. So give or take a couple, like in 120 plus episodes of this show, we finally come to realize that like 
Bender's conscience is in his ass. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not really sure about that because, I mean, he's always had that underlying, like, nagging sensation of... Because of Assy. Because of Assy. Everything okay. else about him is a full-on scoundrel. Assy is... You know, that's probably why he donated Assy to Tarquin because Assy's influence on Bender was like, this is the right thing to do until he started reading the Bible stories too. And he's like, fuck this. So uh, a thought occurred to me. Um, I got nothing. Forget it. Oh, apparently it didn't. <laughs> I thought almost occurred. Yeah. That sounds like a misfire. Yeah, exactly. It's it's called gin. I mean, and then then wrapping up everything, like when Assy comes home and they're celebrating, you start seeing fireworks in the sky, and it's all the ships crashing in the Sargassia Sea, like just I exploding right and left. I I like the joke, but I hate it because it's like, oh, that would be so far off that you wouldn't even see. Oh, explosions. so now all of a sudden you're like... Louis deGrasse Tyson? Fuck off. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate what you said. Uh, but yeah, that for some reason that like just totally nagged on me. Like all of the ridiculousness that happened and all the all the uh, uh, cartoonity. Do you understand how many episodes of this damn cartoon I had to watch and make peace with cartoon logic, Lewis? <laughs> It's so many. Oh, no, it's I remember. So I remember early on the whole <laughs> to quote, discussion. To quote Bill Squire, it's cartoon logic. <laughs> Are you kidding? You can't credit that to Bill Squire because everyone said that to you the first a, few seasons. I've really damaged my memory on purpose. <laughs> hey, also, you used to say Futurama. And then <laughs> before I was a host, I, I texted the number uh, 216-438-1077, which I have now memorized with five episodes left to record. <laughs> uh, I did uh, text the number and I said something like, why does Pete say Futurama? It's Futurama. And, uh, we, we can't all have a Southern uh, or a Central Ohio <laughs> accent, Michelle. I'm sorry. Uh you know, it's it's and it's it's not just that. You know, there's the the auto Rama or auto Rama. It's it's a thing. People say Rama. It's not your fault. They say <laughs> they say Rama Lama Ding Dong. They don't say Rama Lama Dang Dong. Well, that's because it is Rama Lama Ding Dong. Ooh e ooh ah ah. Ting tang Rama Lama Ding. <laughs> it's, it's not, I, I'm not, sorry. I'm gonna go no. Rama. I'm gonna go Rama on that one. Ramalam and Ding Dong, yeah. I, like I get, I get that yeah. the preferred pronunciation is Futurama. I have made great efforts within myself to say that when I say it, but ultimately, I don't care, and I'll be happy. <laughs> which, hot which take. Is a great person to be leading a Futurama podcast. No, yes. Lewis, uh, Lewis, I'm not leading shit. I am one third of a three-headed monster, I guess. You know, 
It's, yeah, we are, yeah, sure. you're, you're absolutely a monster. I will concede I, that. You're not the first person to tell me that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, we, we fucking made it through, guys. Thank God. Um, any any takeaways from this one? Like, what do we have to look forward to in the episodes coming up? Because, like, <sighs> I, I've, I've stayed purposefully ignorant. Of... So the next episode is in my opinion one of my favorites of yeah. the the final seasons Leela and the Jean stock we have coming oh. up next which is a and I think a very good episode I really like it so I I like I like it too but then again it goes back to the whole freaking bender thing like the bender episodes are not the best episodes and they just they're lackluster. I love John DiMaggio. I just saw him uh, on a Bones episode. So that's weird. Okay. But anyways, I, I love him. I think he's a fantastic voice actor. Yeah, he's and, great. you know, unbelievable talent. Um, but I just cannot stand the Bender episodes. Like this I just is a can't Leela episode. Them. It's a pretty Leela heavy episode. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of much that's Bender centric about the next one. But yeah, I, I like the Leela episodes. We've got Leela and the Jean Stock. We've uh, the finale itself is a pretty perfect series finale. So and, and that's I'm okay really with the, that. The, yeah. the shining light of what's coming up is those two episodes the finale and the next episode we're going to record i mean I think- I, it's it's just like in the grand scheme of things i like this cartoon just fine it's a pretty good to great series in the overall arc of it mm-hmm. um but god damn am i happy not to have to watch it again yeah. Oh, As you homework. also you also will like the episode before the series finale, which is called Stench and Stenchability, uh, wherein Zoidberg uh, may or may not find true love. Oh, shit. That's another yeah. one of my favorites. One hundred percent. I know. I know. I'll too. love it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll yeah, like yeah. it as much as a Saturday morning fun bag, but like one hundred percent fun pit. Fun, fun pit. pit. <laughs> because that that is. It, it took 120 some episodes to get there, but that is still mm-hmm. my favorite. Like mm. I, hands down by far. Amelia Clark guest, yes. uh, guest stars in that one. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I, I really don't have any takeaways from this episode because it's just kind of, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not as bad as last week's like, and, True. and, and I still think, you know, we, we kind of lucked out with the guest and having you know, lots of other shit to talk about for that one. That be, that being said, that it's it's really difficult to criticize such art. No, you it's know? not. I mean, I I, I know <laughs> Lewis, no problem. Lewis, have you are you aware of the internet? Uh, it's not it's not difficult no to it's it's not difficult difficult to criticize anything. I'm not talking about me. <laughs> Because honestly, I don't put opinions on the internet very much. I this right. show aside, right? But like, the the, you know, that's exactly what the internet is about. It's just like just put your bullshit opinions about anything, however misguided right. they are, up about anything at a moment's notice. Yeah, like but, a podcast. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, on that note, write write a review about us on iTunes. Send us out strong, will you? No. We love, the, don't we do love it. those of you that are still listening. Oh, we got a uh, stop text it. message from somebody. Was it from Bullhorn? No, actual a real person. Oh, mm-hmm. read it. Read it out loud, I Tom. Will. Hold on. Um. <clears throat> Hi, this is Lewis uh, Burns. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've reinvented myself. My name is Lubu now. After I'm not Howard, sure Howard who Jones. it's from. Uh, he sent what, two. What's the area code? 412. Uh, he mm, sent out, a, um, out of state, maybe? I don't know. He uh, sent four, a picture. He's a UPS that's... driver. I don't know if you can see that a little bit. You can't see. Okay, him, but he's wearing a mask. A um, Good nice. for him. And uh, what it was was uh, just finished up the new podcast. I listen to podcasts about eight to ten hours a day while at mm-hmm. work. I'm always I'm always excited when a new episode drops. I could listen to the three of you talk for eight hours at a time. Keep up <laughs> the good work. And then hashtag look good foreign to desk cough drops. <laughs> oh, I got desk cough drops. <laughs> I'm gonna have one right now. Hey, so first of all, thank you for for texting us. We really appreciate it. Four one two is like Pittsburgh. It. I mean, oh. it might be. Who knows? I mean, no, no. It. I just looked it up. It is. Second of all, if <laughs> hey, if you thanks. would listen to us for eight hours a day, you need probably some professional help. I can't um, even listen to myself for that long. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to do, because of the remote nature of my job now, and I spent the last three days doing this, like, eight-hour conference calls, doing trainings, and, like, it's just, it's the pits. It's really not great. So, thank you, and also, I appreciate your continued service with UPS. You get the, the stuff I don't need that I buy off eBay incessantly to my house, Mm-hmm. On time, not Michelle's computer apparently. But tomorrow, we'll see it tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow. But yes, we we appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, just the, I guess the jag that started that was like we're we're coming down to the wire. Let's get some nice reviews. On that note, Lewis, anything to talk about? Uh, what what do you have that you could have people look you up on the internet? I know a couple things, but I'll let you talk about. Um. Well, you know, I. Uh, am and continue to be X-Ray Burns, um, a musical act that is uh, very much Devo-esque or Aquabats or Andrew uh, WK-ish. Andrew WK or um, you know, kind of Ramonesy or 80s pop or whatever you want to call it. Um, where I dress up as a mad scientist and sing songs. Uh, I'm also a uh, uh, one of three people in a band called Blue Antidote that you know very well. Um, and they don't. They don't know them very well. <clears throat> no, no, no. We don't know each other very well. But, no, I mean um, the listeners don't know it. Well, you know, the singer in Blue Antidote is the bass player on other singer in my band. So it's his, well, his there you go. side project or or maybe his main project since we've been sidelined due to COVID. 
but same difference. <laughs> the point is, is that we will be recording really soon. So, you know, you can look out for uh, anything Blue Antidote. Uh, you can check us out. Uh, our demo is on Bandcamp. Um, you know, you're going to um, be recording at the end of the uh, the uh, end of yeah. August. Well, yeah, you, you know, um, there's a guy. There's, Who are they recording with, Tom? There's there's a guy that we're recording with um, that um, really should stop shaving his head um, because ben? I'm really not sure about it. But uh, he is looking a lot like his brother. I don't know if you know that, but uh, uh, who is that, Tommy? What? Me? Who? <laughs> this, no, this, is, this is who I am now, Lewis. I. Oh, I'm COVID, sorry. I'm COVID, sorry. You look the, you look so much like Ryan now. Oh, it's I get it. Like you guys were like completely separate in my mind, and now that you've done this with your hair, I cannot separate you two. Like you guys look so much alike now. It's unbelievable. Uh, but yes, what, what uh, he's done uh, with Mr. his Tom. hair is nothing. He just got rid of all of it. True, true, yeah. and I understand the reasons why. But uh, well, you know, okay, Tom, so now, now, all right, now you're now you're casting all kinds of aspersions on Tom. I'm sorry, Tom. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Michelle's, uh, so Michelle's derisive is... hiss is all we really need. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Yeah, it, it, you know what? It's one of my few reasons for living, to be very honest with you. Um, anyway. Disapproving size. Yeah, you're you're a fucking grandmaster with those. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on, Lewis. I'm glad we could get you in under the wire. Oh, it, my it pleasure. Was, I don't care if other people don't like to listen to you, but this was a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, w I wish we could capture all the brilliance-ness of all the other times we've hung out for no reason. No reason. Yeah, no, like just you know, being able, I mean, just being able just to like, hang out anymore would be nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, um, being socially distanced away from you. I mean, exactly. That's fine. So, uh, as previously mentioned, throw us a bone, write and review a uh, review on iTunes, or give us a rating. It's just it it really does make our days a little better. And Michelle had a real shit one today, so like, uh -huh. wait, how great would it be tomorrow to wake up at like to like two nice reviews? Three it would be weeks. amazing. It would like it would four, make... four weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, you can email us at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at slurmcastpod. We're on Facebook at slurmcast. You can call or text us like our hero UPS driver did, 216 438 1077. And we haven't said it in a long time, but 1077 is the price of a large cheese pizza and a Coke in 1999 when Fry worked at. Uh, pizza shop come on <laughs> well, also if you if you put in the code 1070 you will get fuck never mind 1070 1077 i know, <laughs> know. quip.com forward slash 1077 i was gonna say if you put in the code 1077 on hello fresh you'll send you your first meal will be a, your first Louis meal will be full price <laughs> perfect thanks for listening everybody I, as much as we're excited for this to be done we're still really happy yeah 
I have a plug, believe it or not. If, if you think, yes, if you think after Slurmcast is over that you're going to miss my um, size and disapproval I or will. my voice, um, you can watch me. You can view my face on YouTube on Trend Kill Radio 216. And you can like and follow Trend Kill Quickie. Uh, Sean Ryan, uh, former guest of Slurmcast, yeah. uh, his fiance Candy and I have started our own offshoot of Trend Kill Radio called Trend Kill Quickie, where we do rock and roll news, music news, and um, it's faster than Trend Kill Radio. We try to keep it at five minutes or less. And uh, you can actually look at my face. So if all these years you've been wondering, uh, I wonder what she looks like now you know. Uh, if you didn't bother to creep on me on Facebook, now you can watch me and listen to me and uh, hear my opinion. All uh, of that sounds good. It's relevant or not. <laughs> Hi- highly recommended. Um, yeah, I think that's it. We 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 did another one. Yeah. Let's 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 go light the sacrificial fire for this episode, and we'll uh, we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.